Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Second Estate. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Sarah Bayer. I'm Hannah Seymour, and in today's episode, we're discussing Robert Pattinson reacting to deep fakes about him on TikTok, the gas stovetop versus electric debate that is currently happening in the US right now. Polit- a political debate, sorry, yeah. I should specify. It's political. Yeah. And the media circus surrounding Prince Harry's new book, Spare. Oh, and also for that last bit, we mm. will be having Holly, our Holly Hales, our royal correspondent, on to join us to yep. discuss the new book. And we know you guys have missed her. She, there was a lot of uh, positive reaction. I saw yes. your story uh, earlier today. Yes, um, about Holly joining us again. Yes. the people, the people want Holly's perspective on the royals. Any royal drama? Yeah, the um, people have spoken, and we give the people what they want. <laughs> Unlike Meghan and Harry, so <laughs> yeah, true. Too much of what they want. Yeah, well, they seem to want to be constantly setting the record straight. Yeah. Like, the record's been... It's pretty straight. It's straight. (laughs) Yeah. There's no... It's not... There's no... Yeah. You don't have to say anything else. Yeah. It's so true. Did you see that the um, Gossip Girl reboot got cancelled? Yes, I did. Yeah. It's not that surprising, is it? No, it was terrible You watched the second season, didn't you? I watched a bit of it because I saw that Georgina was going to be in it. Did you get to the Georgina cameo? Yeah. And it was a disaster. Why? I don't know what's happened. Like, I'm, I'm not sure if she was a deep fake because it seemed like an AI robot acting in place of her. It was really weird. But it may have been, it may, I think it was compounded by the script, the poor production yeah. in general, um, the terrible acting around her. Yeah. I think they must have purposely gone into that show, the reboot, and gone, we need to find the worst actors on the planet and put them all together and see what happens. It's so odd how they fumbled the bag so badly. So badly. Because there's actually no reason that the the reboot, like it could have been a roaring success. I agree. People really wanted it. People were excited about it. They could have done so much with it and they just fucked it completely. It's one of the worst shows I've ever seen. For a show that has that much budget, it's that bad. And not only budget, but like it's got an inbuilt fan base. Yeah, exactly. It's not – there's an existing narrative to work with and yet they still – Fucked it. Which maybe was the problem. I don't know. Original ideas are better. I don't know. It's true, but but in that in that capacity, I just can't believe like really how poorly done across the board. Yeah, it was just everything from from scripting to editing to sound design to like to even like wardrobe plot. Yes, the plot, the acting was just wardrobe. I agree with completely. Yeah, like I watched like I reckon. Because I, excuse me, I'm yawning. First yawn of the episode. Um, That's okay. Not first burp yet. No, we'll get there. I watched the <laughs> first season and then I went to watch the second season. Mm. Ma- mainly also because of the apparent Georgina cameo. Yeah. And I reckon I got like a minute in and I was yeah. like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah, like it, it lost me within that short yeah, amount of yeah. time i was like it's just not and, this and you're a pretty it. tolerant viewer in terms Absolutely. of like yeah like you yeah, yeah. that's saying something yeah. like i watch a lot of trash yeah but that i just was like nah it's that bad yeah yeah anyway that was yeah. um that was just my thought of last night when i was scrolling and saw that that had happened 
Yep, I saw that too. Um, I have nothing else to say. Do there was something else that we were meant to discuss Oops, at the top of the let episode. Me just find oh the... shit! I didn't even look if there's any more people to shout out for the GoFundMe. I was going to ask. The goal. <laughs> Whoopsie daisies. We're really organised today, everyone. We um, are really organised. We both um, had weekends where we were feeling really refreshed afterwards. Um, yes. We both got restful, yes. uh, spiritually enlightening weekends where. Um, yeah, we prepared really well for this podcast that we do for you every week and have never phoned in once. No. I mean, I actually did do a fair bit of research, but I'm just fucking exhausted. Yeah, I did too. Should I check what um, we were meant to do? I've got it. Right, oh, yeah. you do. Okay. One of them was uh, Sophia Grace is having <laughs> had her baby shower. And I just got a headline from <laughs> Sophia. <laughs> I'm crying. I got I have an interview. I think my sister's at the gym, so we can't even get the air con turned no. off if we oh need god, it. Oh god, it's kind of hot. Now. I know. Yeah. The headline uh, from E Online: Exclusive Inside YouTube Star Sophia Grace's Baby Shower, and then the photo is her and Rosie. Um, if you didn't know who we were talking about, it's those dancing girls on Ellen. No, they were singing. Singing Sophia girls. Sophia Grace and Rosie, mm. and she sang. I can't remember what song she sang. Maybe, but it was maybe so, Nicki Minaj super bass. Yeah, it was super bass. Yeah, and they went viral because you know when Ellen used to get on people from Little YouTube who would do stuff, these yeah. like viral videos, yeah. and then Ellen would have them on her show, similar yeah. to Justin Bieber actually. Yeah, but Sophia Grace sang, I think, super bass or all these different covers, and it would be her like belting them out <laughs> like was a cute it was so yeah, yeah. funny belting them out like she was Adele yeah. with Rosie the younger one just like dancing, dancing next to her <laughs> like not really singing just like sort of standing there and it was like anyway it so was now, really cute yeah it was um and now Sophia Grace is having a baby Congrats. which I think we've already mentioned have we that's another yawn but um I haven't been keeping up with Sophia Grace and it's a baby shower she announced the pregnancy a while ago, from what I recall. Congrats. So congrats on Sophia. the baby shower. The other thing we were going to mention is that J-Lo mentioned that she was meant to be in the Like a Virgin VMA stunt. Is that where they all kissed? Yes. Yeah. It was meant to be her instead of Christina Aguilera, according to her. <laughs> I think there were also – that was reported on at the time prior to it happened happening, right. but then J-Lo was doing a movie and so um, Christina stepped yeah. in. I think we all sing – what it reminds me of what's you that know that reference it's like it's what um, was it from was it the it, it, it's oh uh, victoria yeah um, we're talking about justice Ari- yeah when it's like ariana grande someone's like oh for, from that song for show victorious it's like oh ariana grande is an amazing singer and then she just goes i think we all sing <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> it's really i think we all sing anyway was that that then Oh, we have one more thing, but mm. it's Kiki Palmer playing Sims on Instagram Live. Yeah, that's I have nothing just to say nothing about that. Neither, except like, same. Yeah. Do you ever have those moments where you're like, I would run over hot coals to play The Sims right now? No, really? I used to. Yeah, but I have. We just I just touched your foot again. <laughs> I have within my capacity the f- full ability to play The Sims. So right do now. I. And I don't do it. So no, I wouldn't run over hot coals because I have I have the full, like I have the Sims. I have the the disc. I could do it and I'm not going to. I've, well, I've done okay. it and I've done it, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but I've done it in the past where I've gone, I'm going to play Sims. Yeah. I start doing it and it just doesn't hit the same anymore. Maybe yeah. I don't commit enough. I also only have Sims 3, not Sims 2, and I think that makes a difference. Yeah, I'm a, I prefer Sims 3 actually. Do you? Yeah. Wait, which one's the open world one? Sims 3. Yeah. 
I fucking love that one. I do too. Yeah. I got really addicted to it yeah. at one point in my life, but now I just like I could, yeah, but not run over hot coals. Like I'd have to commit to it. Maybe you know? the reason I have that feeling, that urge, is like because it's what I would call school ho- end of school holiday feeling. When you uh-huh. have like school holidays just went for so long. Yeah. Like so long. And you'd get to like the fucking 15th week of school holidays and you'd be like, I, I have not think that when they weren't. But like, you're like, I have nothing left to do except yeah. sit all day. I don't have one thing to do. One That's commitment. crazy. One thing. Isn't that what, crazy? One thing to do. I'm going to sit. I us- well, you probably did your homework at the beginning of the holidays, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. did, didn't you? Did you? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> not always. Uh-huh. Yeah. So all the rest of us had stuff to do at the end of the holidays. Yeah. Unless it was the beginning of new school year, which actually usually you didn't have homework. Yeah. So. But like you remember like when you were in sort of the mid after Christmas, like probably like around about like a week ago in school holiday time. So like a week ago, like it's January 23rd right now. Okay. The kids go back. Okay, right. Usually the kids go back like just after, I don't know, like sometime after Australia Day usually is when the kids go back, Mm -hmm. right? So like actually don't know, but yeah. yeah, I think that is. But they're off from like fucking the middle of December, so they are off for like literally four or five weeks. I reckon it's sometime in that week, sort of when your parents go back to work in January, where you're just like fully home alone, you have nowhere to get anywhere, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna lock in for 16 hours straight on the home computer, um, right? To play yeah, the yeah, Sims, yeah, yeah. And I have not one other thing to do today. Yes. Not an obligation, not an obligation of responsibility mm-hmm. or a thought. I think I used just to do that with like watching Gossip Girl yeah. and knitting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I would. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, I would <laughs> sit and knit and watch Gossip Girl, and I'd have yeah. I'd start the beginning of the day with a project, yeah. and I'd finish it by the end of the day. Knitting that's that's wise. good though. At least there's something tangible yeah, out of that. It would be like a teddy bear or like a yeah cupcake. I used to knit cupcakes. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, shall we start? Yeah, that was really interesting. So, <laughs> where's my intro? I swear I wasn't this tired and then as soon as – it happens every time. I'm like yeah. feeling fine and then I – Because you have to turn on. And, and then I hard. start the podcast I'm like, oh. Anyway, so in a recent <laughs> interview with The Evening Standard, Robert Pattinson made comments about the deep fakes that went ra- viral last year of him on TikTok, showing him doing dances and weird other things, uh, like him saying – hello to like Adele's hello and like different oh, costumes. I haven't even, I didn't even actually watch the. Oh face. good. So you really do, do do a lot of research. Um, <laughs> no, he did one. There was, he didn't do them. Sorry. They were deep fakes of him. Like, like someone pretending that he'd like gotten a Batman costume off of Amazon or something like weird shit. That is weird. And it looks like Robert, pa- like, and for uh, Robert Pattinson as somebody who's like chronically offline, yeah. it would be pretty jarring to be like, can you stop fucking pretending I'm weirdly on TikTok now? Anyway, That's quite funny. to quote him from this article, quote i know it's terrifying the amount of people who know me quite well and will still be like why are you doing these weird dancing videos on tiktok it's really bizarre you just realize that we're two years away from it being indistinguishable from reality and what on earth am i going to do as a job then end quote beyond how deep fakes would feel for celebrities like robert pattinson there are broader and potentially scarier impacts that deep fakes um could have or already have had on Mm. people the world, the political climate in particular. Um, so we're going to be talking about deep fakes and Robert Pattinson. Sarah, well, this question was relevant before, but you haven't seen any of the Robert Pattinson deep fakes. I just like thought they existed sort of in the ether. I didn't realize they were specifically had been pointed out. Should I watch some now? I mean, yeah, maybe. There's some. There was an account called. I just thought you would have learnt this by the reason. <laughs> there was. A- we have very different approaches to research. Yes. There was a specific <laughs> account on TikTok that 
Yeah. TikTok. First time I've looked that yeah. up. Yeah. Um, oh, good. No, so there was I a did t- do some research. There was a TikTok account um, that was that started specifically the Robert Pattinson deepfakes. And the first video was a video of him like appearing with his head out of the video, out of the side of the screen being like, and it was Adele's hello. And it's him going, hello. Like, These are advanced. No, they, yes. So the weird thing about these videos is that, like, people thought they were real. And there's a few of these on TikTok, not just of Robert Pattinson, but different celebrities. Accounts that have, like, 600,000 followers. And so, and if you look at any of the stitches on TikTok or, like, um, what's the other one? Stitches and duets. People um, reacting to them at the time, clearly thinking that they were legit. If you properly watch them, you can see that they're not quite right. Like, they've got... A bit of uncanny valley vibes. Yeah, they do. Like they yeah. don't. It's not quite right. But if you saw that just in passing on TikTok, you could think that it's real. Um, but this is wild. Yeah, it's. But it's like if you think about the idea of like how easily we all are fooled by online yeah. information. I.e., me thinking that Megan had actually overtaken <laughs> Avatar at the box office. Like, yep. And or when people start. Do you remember when they started impersonating brands on Twitter when Elon Musk had bought it? Oh, yeah, 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 Shit yeah, Shit like yeah, that yeah. that's, like, yeah. so easy to do. Yeah. But if people, like, if it seems mildly plausible or not even that plausible, like, insulin's <laughs> free, people will believe yeah. it. And so imagine how much more insidious this is as, 100%. like, another version of that when – and it's it's already happening. Like, mm. there's been massive deep fakes of – and audio deep fakes as well of, like, Obama saying stuff about mm. Donald Trump or, like – um, D- Donald Trump saying things or different world leaders, yeah. um, or well, like I've Mark heard Zuckerberg a few from, the, from Prince, the Prince Harry book of people like okay. chopping up because you know how there's like been heaps of videos going yes. around of the That's fucking his fault. whack shit he said. <laughs> I agree in his book, like irrelevant details. Anyway, we'll get to that. But 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 like people have done like fake audio splices effectively of like different things that random stories from right. Harry and I. Some of them I was like. It, what? <laughs> like, and then like realized that they would be they'd taken obviously yes. him speaking yes, from the right. audiobook and put it together. Mm-hmm. Like just and the only reason I realized that is because he said like Todger one too many times. Yes. And I was like, okay, it's wrong. Um <laughs> but like it's not it's fake. Um yeah, no, it's it's uh un unbelievable and strange and I have a constant paranoia for us. I was about because to. there are there's hours not just of our voice but of our faces like going through every single fucking physical emotion that both you and I have um on the internet for anybody not that people care about us enough to probably put well that's it money into deep faking <laughs> us but like I don't know I, what if this just becomes a farm of like there's surely there's just people who are just like farming people's faces online constantly do you know what I mean? Just well, to I create... don't think based on just the sheer size of our podcast, I don't think we're at the first target. No, like, there are no, so many people that have like YouTube videos. YouTube yes, channels but and... like you know how like identity theft is a thing, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, what's that? Hmm? Um. <laughs> anyway, so I if if people like want to create, I guess fake profiles in some way to seem like like plausible people, they could easily just strip thousands of hours worth of us or any other person who puts themselves on the internet for thousands of hours quite plausibly because it'd actually be a better idea to do that. Just giving you guys some ideas, uh, you deep Seriously. fake people. Um, it'd actually be a better idea to take our faces and voices, not that like they would have a significant impact in terms of influencing people or anything, but as in like if you wanted to steal someone's identity, no one would recognise us immediately and be like, 
that's Hannah. That's not like, you know Can what you I mean? stop giving them ideas? Like, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, I mean, great. So, um, no, yeah, the deep fake audio is another another one. But that's also the thing with um, with Harry. I keep calling Prince Harry, Harry Styles. Like, even when I was Googling yeah. stuff for the story that I kept Harry Googling Styles Harry Styles' spare. book. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's not what I was expecting yeah. to come up. Um, no, but like the deep fake audio stuff is interesting because it's, I think, easier to do because you're not Definitely. having to match because often like they miss the ears or yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the head doesn't move enough yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, with the audio, I think that you just like, as, if you have enough like stored dark yeah. words, Hannah, enough audio yeah. of somebody speaking available to you, you can just make them say fucking anything really. Um, That's so crazy. Yeah. Someone could make us say anything. Yeah. But that's – and wow. I think, you know, I think what's actually interesting about this is um, – I was about to say something so fucked, being like, I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that, Adif. Just pay me and I'll say yeah. it. Uh, no, this is from Business Insider. So, quote, many experts believe that in the future deepfakes will become far more sophisticated as technology further develops and might introduce more serious threats to the public relating to election interference, political tension and additional criminal activity. I think that's ma- mainly where the actual – I mean mm. – there's two facets to this. There's the fact that uh, in 2019, um, an AI firm called Deep Trace found 15,000 deepfake videos and 96% of them were pornographic with yeah. 99% of them being female celebrity f- faces imposed onto porn stars' bodies. So for the most part, at least back in 2019, that's four years ago, that's fucked. Jesus Christ. But four years ago, yeah. that was the main thing and it probably still is, is that it's mainly pornographic because mm. everything is mainly yeah, pornographic. Of yeah, And it's used as a form of revenge porn. Mm. Um, and that's one thing and usually against women, obviously. Yeah. But I think that once that technology improves, that will be one thing is revenge mm. porn is a major risk. But I think from what I've read, po- actual political interference is where it becomes... Total, dangerous oh, really because, dangerous and not just the fact that people can make vladimir putin say whatever mm. they want um the guardian made this point like a professor from of internet law at newcastle university said that uh the problem may not be so much the faked reality as the fact that the real reality becomes plausibly deniable so yeah that's somebody a can great point because donald trump yeah you remember the grab him by the pussy comment yeah he actually in recent years and sort of made a comment about it not being real. Right. <laughs> Which, but it was. Yeah. But the thing is, because if something like audio, especially, yeah. if deep fake audio can become so good that you can't distinguish one from the other, then if they actually did say something, they can just say it was a deep fake. It's a deep fake. That's so true. So. That's fucked. That's where it's actually, it's not actually, I think that, I mean, obviously the deep fake's dangerous. Everything I've ever done wrong has been a deep fake. <laughs> <laughs> But you could say Suddenly it. It's In like, 10 years' time, that'll be a legitimate excuse. 100%. Sure. Well, because you think about Photoshop, right? Like Photoshop's yeah. already an existing thing where you can say it's Photoshopped. Yeah. There's obviously way – they already have ways of telling you if something's Photoshopped yeah. or not. But – and it's – Photoshopping hasn't, as far as I'm aware, become – like had a really huge impact on, on believing whether or not something did someone did or said something. I don't think so. But that's, I, might be I guess fully it's wrong, a still image, you know, like it's But again, I think that our understanding of deepfakes will probably evolve in the same way that photoshopping has. Mm. Like I th- and they'll come up with better mm. a better better way like AI will become better and so while deepfaking improves, I think being able to recognize when something's a deepfake will also improve. I hope so, yeah. Tandem with I that. guess it's also like 
in the same way that we can recognize oh but they're getting so sophisticated now yeah but like when you can recognize a spam text from a real thing and whatever Mm -hmm. like we that's something like my if my even my mom or like my grandma like wouldn't obviously like wouldn't understand like they're getting better though i've had friends have you been getting these new ones i've been getting ones from linked i don't know what that is but i keep like tolls i keep oh yes i've been getting fake toll ones yeah toll ones too i keep getting one um but they uh well i got one first on the being from some literally the contact name in my phone was mum Mm -hmm. so it said mum in my phone that's so how fucked is that and like so one it was that and it said that and then it was like, hey, and it was really similar to a text my mum mm-hmm. might send me. The only, only red flag of it was that it was um, a text message, not an iMessage. And so that's the uh-huh. only reason why. But even then I was like, oh, maybe she's like in the supermarket with no reception. And that's why what she's. What were they asking they for? Were asked, they were like, hey, I'm at the supermarket. Oh. Um, it was like, hi, it's mum. I'm at the supermarket. Um, can you. Uh, transfer me $120 or something. I accidentally forgot my wallet or something like, or, or like I did, I brought the wrong card or something. And that's like not that far fetched. Like my mom might text me something like that. Um, but then at the end, it told, it was like BSB and account number. Right. And I was like, why would mum give me her BSB exactly. and account number? But the, Te- the way the text was sent, I was like, oh, she must have sent it off her watch. Because sometimes she texts me off her Apple watch and it, and it types yeah. it like with Siri. So it's a bit weird. And I was like, oh, that's, and then I, and then I, called her i think and i was like was that you and and she's like no and yeah. was that really and like you've got you've had a similar one my with mom your, yeah with and your she mom called me thank fuck mm. mums yeah but it's it all it takes it's very is, similar like it's really sophisticated you have to be like i've had friends that it's happened to where yeah. they, the contact name was their bank or something like that yeah i've heard that with Osbros, it's fucked yeah, yeah. but I, I also like one of my friends who it happened to um Sent, sent me something once mm. and I was like, I'm not fucking opening that link. I was like, yeah. well, have you been hacked? Why did you send this to me? Yeah. Because it, it was some weird text like, lol, look at this with a yeah. link. I'm like, I'm not opening that link. Yeah. And um, the link, it, it was my friend that were like, just open it, lol. I was like, why are you telling me to open it? Yeah. And I was like, actually, no, this is actually them. Yeah. So I opened the link and it was just like a photo of a guy with a massive dick. Like, oh, right, 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 right. But then I was like, I just usually avoid opening like links yeah, that my friends have sent me unless yeah. it's like a TikTok link or whatever. An obvious one, yeah. And they were like, God, I don't even think about that. And then that friend actually got scared. Fuck off. Who also listens to the podcast, so I'm sorry I'm calling you out. I'm not saying who you are. <laughs> That's really funny. But I'm like, if you don't already have that like hypervigilant, I'm, I'm like, don't it. even, I don't go near links yeah. because I'm so paranoid. I think the problem is, is legitimate companies will send yes. links. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, like, I fucking, I'm scared now the fucking scammers who are also deep faking us are going to, send me a fake Nick Scarly link because I bought a chair from there but like I had to fill in some details and pay the remaining fucking balance on a chair that I bought from Nick's and they text you yeah and that was legit and it's 100% so now like it's like that's so easy to to get confused anyway I don't know how we got here but yeah I find like deep fakes to me I think the reason why they feel so alarming and like scary or whatever is they they're like out of anything in this world the more like literal sense that like the future is here or the minute the like uh, danger of the internet or of AI is here. Whereas every other thing that's kind of happened thus far in terms of like the information economy with the internet or whatever the fuck it's called has been more sort of like, I don't know, pervasive or something like it's been more um, just existed in the ether and you couldn't really pinpoint and not something uh-huh. that's like, not something that's like t- in front of you. You have a vague v- idea yeah. that there's something. That someone's harvesting my data. Yeah, but, but you don't, you mean? can't see it for yeah, what it is. For what it, exactly. It's Which, vague. This is like, this is 
I can see really like Joe Biden mm-hmm. saying something really fucked and like or whatever. Yeah. And it's like this is I can see Robert Pattinson dancing on TikTok and he didn't do it. Yeah. Like and then that's it's wild. I think moving vision, you believe so much, you believe video and like audio right. to, to, as well. But like particularly like if you're like, I saw someone say it, you believe it because you that's like how life is. You yeah. believe when someone says something to you, you believe that it's happened. But now that that can't even be relied on is wild. I know. And I kind of reflect on it and go like, if I fucking believed that tweet about Megan and <laughs> obviously <laughs> when you said it, I was like, we're going to move on. <laughs> I just had no, I just have not looked into the avatar box office at all. So I clearly had no, I was like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> So funny. No, in hindsight, it's a fucking funny joke. It but is I was a funny just joke. had no idea. It's so funny. But I, I think also, like, but to that point, like, you're very, you're not like an easily like um, fooled, gullible or fooled person. With online, I'm very skeptical about yeah, most online yeah. bits of information. Like, I don't. If I see something on TikTok, I'm like, hmm. Like yeah. usually, that I for some I, reason as a base I, level believe no one. Yeah. Like, and, like so I'm like, and I believed that one for some reason. Yeah. But I guess like. Also, I think maybe because it's like a funny thing. So it yeah. wasn't, whereas if it was someone saying something like kind of serious, or something. serious, yeah. I'd probably be a bit more like, I'm not sure about yeah. that. Um, but, <laughs> but the deep fake thing, I think, yeah, it's definitely more, although I do have faith in like, if we think about, you know, we're no longer the, the youth mm. of today. Um, but if we think about our savvy and our ability to, to distinguish misinformation, mm. aside from that one, but for the most part, yeah. when we engage with stuff we're online, pretty yeah. we're pretty good and most of our peers are pretty good. Um, but people younger than us are even better. That's true. So I think that you kind of hope that as young people come up with this kind of stuff existing, mm. people will be more sceptical about yeah. whether – I mean, there will always – like, you know, people believe that – that the Kardashians actually look like that. Like you forget that things have been <laughs> yeah. edited and yeah. that there's video filters and stuff. Yeah. But the more aware we become of these things, I think especially young people become way more savvy at like they just know. They, yeah. just, know. they just know. And they'll be they'll start being able to recognise just like we can usually tell when something's photoshopped. Yeah. Um, younger people will start being recognised deep fakes just from there'll be tells. continued exposure. For sure yeah. for sure. I yeah. Think, uh, that's what I well, it's just like believe. how like when we instinctively go on a computer we just know what to do. Yeah, yeah, like there's like people our parents' age and older just don't instinctively know what to do in a computer, and it's the same. But it's like also, yeah. Anyway, I like to have hope, so I'm having hope yeah, this one. Same. Um, do you reckon quickly actors will just start selling footage themselves for people to just put in movies, so they don't even have to turn up to set? No, just a deep fake into movies. Well, that's the other thing is Robert Pattinson be- being like, "Oh, I won't have a job. a job." It's like, nah. I just I'd like to hope. Nah. I can Marvel will dabble. In some deep fake, but they already do. Yeah, that's true. you know, like yeah. CGI and shit. Yeah. Like all of this technology is literally born out of yeah. out of our ability to create visual effects that aren't yeah. really really there. Yeah. But I don't personally think that it's going to replace the well, job of yeah. the actor. No, I don't either. Just purely yeah. because um, I think people actually like yearn for some sort of yeah. real mm-hmm. emotion in life, and you and a computer can never do that. No, they that. will. I think deep fakes will get good enough that it'll be able to fool us, but yeah. I don't think it's going to be the same as watching an actual live performance performance by someone. No. That's my I'd like to take. It's going to be funny when we're both eighty sitting there and all the all the holograms are around us. We yeah. have no idea what is, and our nurse that's feeding us is actually a robot. Anyway, cool. In the US, over the past week, oh, I didn't. Yep, a new culture war has dropped. 
This week's edition is all about the gas stove. The debate kicked off as blue cities like Berkeley and California um, and New York City have mandated that some new buildings have to install electric uh, cooktops over gas. Um, And then the Consumer Product Safety Commission came out and made a comment that as gas is a hidden hazard, it's not off the table to ban gas stoves entirely. Uh, Painting with a broad brushstroke, it seems that the Democrats slash the sort of more woke left-wing or whatever side of Twitter have been pushing for a turn to electric slash induction stoves and Republicans went full bananas in being staunchly against it, (laughs) Um, notably with Ron DeSantis posting a um, don't tread on me flag but with a gas stove on it um, (laughs) instead. Uh, So, yeah, today we're just discussing this culture war about – I mean – it's, we're discussing the topic in general and then I suppose how it kind of became a culture war uh, between Democrats and Republicans about gas versus electric stoves and whatnot. Um, Hannah, where would you like to begin? Well, <clears throat> obviously the discussion in, in New York City is the that, that with new buildings, mm. they will have a not a ban statewide. Yeah. Is it the city or New York? Um, state. I, I thought it was the city. but I, might, maybe I think, No, I think it is the city. Okay. That new buildings that get built yeah. – um, can't won't be able to have mm-hmm. gas to- to- cooktops, but they will. Um, existing buildings with gas stovetops tops yes. aren't going to have to change. Yes. So it's just that new buildings, which I think, like, on a fundamental level in mm. terms of the environmental and the health impacts, mm. is probably a smart move. Mm. You know, they do do it here in the Yarra Council. I'm that fairly certain. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And it's not like they're making people pay to remove their gas stove no, tops. No, it's just new um, That being said, as someone who has cooked on induction and mm. electric, it's. I, one of these articles that you linked to me was somebody explaining how good their induction stovetop is. Mm. I'm like, no. Who the fuck from induction.com no, is that's paying not a these thing. motherfuckers? Like, no, like I'm sorry. Nah. Let's let's keep it real. Yeah. It's not the same. Nah. Um, it no, makes cooking far less enjoyable when yep. you accidentally get water on the stovetop. It's like, yeah. They always nah. fuck up. Like I swear to God they break constantly. Yeah. Um, they're far worse to cook on. The temperature going up mm-hmm. and down, it's you've way less control. This is the whole talk about gas mm-hmm. stove tops. I'm a gas girly all the way forever and always. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to just add that uh, uh, AOC mm. said responded to that guy saying yeah. that there's really hu- like gas stove tops yeah. apparently like people who have had ex- – prolonged exposure to them yep. have reduced cognitive performance. Yeah. And I just want to say, babe, there are so many things that I do in my day-to-day life that reduce my cognitive <laughs> performance. Yeah. Cooking on a gas stove top is seriously not even close to the top of that list. Yep. So. <laughs> yes. Since the dawn of time, Hannah, there's been two things. Man and fire. <laughs> You were like, there was some Texas governor I'm that was hot. like, yeah, I know I am too. I can't get the air on Hannah's one here. Yeah. My sister's also named Hannah. Okay. Yep. Back to my point. There was also some Texas governor that tweeted being like, you'll have to rip my gas stove out of my cold dead hands. <laughs> you, I would, this is not a joke. I would go to wait to war for the gas, for a gas stove to war. I would get in a trench with a firearm <laughs> and I would defend my gas stove. I would dig a trench at the front of my house if they tried to take that away from uh, me and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. You can call me whatever you want to call me. These journalists, I don't know who's paying you to say induction is good and then it's a viable alternative and how much amazing it, more amazing it is because it heats up so quickly. I've used induction cookware. I've used it. I've, I've used induction. I've 
It's and they're like it's not the same as the coil electric stoves that you're thinking of. I prefer the I coil. I would rather one. that. Yeah. At least yeah. like it's pff, they they are. At like least it's real themselves. heat. Yeah. Like exactly. it's so you can see, see the, the, the burn. Like I, like I actually gas me twice as hard. Like that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I'm serious. I want the gas stove in my house. Like yeah. it's just anyway. The, the arguments for the electric. The arguments for the for the for the. Um, induction that's you're right they're kidding themselves you can't win this war based on that there's no way the only argument you have is the environmental one i guess yes because no one else ca- no one cares if their cognitive function is no. impaired or like i think there's respiratory issues i'm like yeah. i vape mm, yeah. yeah you know like, like it's like it's, take my take my lungs but don't but take my gas literally <laughs> like it's like i've it's just not i think when they try i'm like when i hear about the environmental effects that that's where mm. I'm like, okay, I actually didn't know that gas stove tops were bad. Re- that bad for mm. the environment. Are they? Well, they apparently emit CO2. So I understand the yeah. the, the environmental and the health uh, imperative. But I also want to add to this as well. Also, I work in hospitality. So, mm. like, I mean, kitchens are not ventilated spaces. I don't know mm-hmm. if anyone's ever been in a commercial kitchen, but they are not ventilated. No. So, like, the chefs and me and everyone yeah, yeah. is – we're all hotboxing in the, yeah. sh- in the kitchen together. With the, the gas. gas. <laughs> with the gas. So – The open flames. The open flame. Yeah. I have a quote from Wired. Quote, rest, West Bonds. <laughs> Restaurants worry about their ability to cook some cuisines without the exactitude that roaring flames afford, as well as rising electric bills since electricity costs more than gas. Like, those are two pretty Mm. fair things. But I do think, like, you can't expect commercial kitchens to not cook on an open flame. I will just have an – I'll start cooking over an open fire if I need to. Happily. Happily. Do I need to just have, like, a a fireplace? Yeah. Because I will. Like, the fire is just – it's just different. It's it's, (laughs) – that you – there are things that are innate to humanity. Yes. This deep fake shit is the same as you making me use <laughs> induction, induction cooking. There are things you can't take away from the purity, from the hu- from humanity, from what who we are as people, <laughs> our connection to the earth, right? Don't take this away. First they came for the plastic straws. <laughs> then they came. Then they came for the gas. So they won't rest till we're licking off induction. Like, you know, no, you can't have utensils anymore, no plates. Right. You're going to lick directly off the, the induction because it cooktop. gets so cold so quickly. Yeah. It doesn't actually get that no, cold that doesn't. quickly at all. Um, and they're always like dirty. Like yeah, they, always, they always get like stained and shit because yeah. you spill liquids because yeah. with cooking there's things you, you fall. Spill. You fucking, what do you, you can't do this. You can't do, I don't yeah. know what it's called. Banging like, on the, the flipping th- bong as you know? you're trying to flip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, anytime you try to do any kind oh, yeah. of movement, movement with the pan, yeah, it's like bang. Yeah. <laughs> you can't lift it off and give it a little something no. because the, it's away Ding from. Ding dong. Yeah. Like <laughs> We literally, like, we're putting Ron DeSantis to shame right now. Like, they should hire, the Republicans should hire us. But this is the thing, is, like, even the fact that it's been turned into a political conversation is so silly. It's not political. I understand this maybe because of the environmental impacts. It's political. But, like, I guess, you know, I I appreciate the idea of the suggestion of bringing, of making Mm -hmm. all new buildings should have induction cooktops. That being said... Because you use the example of the plastic straw. Yeah. I like to think about it this way. Yeah. The induction cooktop was, I assume, invented as an alternative to the traditional electric coil stovetop as a better better version. Yeah. It's not, but they've tried. Yes, yes. But I like to think that maybe they'll be able to introduce a more environmentally friendly health... Health... uh, Conscious gas. Health conscious 
flame cooktop. Yes. Maybe it doesn't use gas. I don't know. I don't I'm not care a scientist. If it's gas or not. It just has to be flame. fire. Flame and controllable flame. Yeah. Doesn't have to be gas. I don't mind. Yeah. So I like to think that maybe that, that's a great idea. That mm. could be. It's like. For example, you know, they tried to come up with plus, uh, paper straws. Paper straws are like the induction stove tops. Oh, they're the coil. They're the fucking old no, ass no, coil. No, 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 no. Because co- coil is better to cook with. Plastic straws yeah. are the, um, the gas. Yeah. The ideal, really. Yeah. And then paper straws. <laughs> the ideal. It's going to kill us, but it's worth So it. maybe paper straws are coils, right? But yeah. I want to say that steel straws, I personally think. Steel straws are induction, surely. I was going to say steel straws, I think, are what we should be aiming for. In terms of – because I personally I I really like drinking out of a steel straw. I actually prefer a steel straw to a, to a plastic straw. Interesting. I find them more solid. I find them more pleasurable to drink out of as they long as they're clean. They get cold also if the co- drink's they're cold. They're cold. Yeah. I really like a steel mm. straw and I, I, I'm happy, perfectly happy with it yeah. as an alternative to a plastic straw so long as it's been cleaned thoroughly. Yes. So my <laughs> suggestion is that we come up with a gas stovetop alternative, an f- open yeah. flame cooktop. Yeah. That can perform as well as a gas stovetop but does not have the same negative impacts. I yeah. don't think we should be trying to make electricity Agreed. better. I think we, are, we need to make the open flame thing. Don't care about anything else. Open flame, That's controllable f- Up and down, size open fl- flame. of flame. Agree. Agree. That is a great point, Hannah. Thank you. That is a fantastic point. Stop the funding to the induction. <laughs> Get the funding to the flame. Instead of trying like, to ban gas stovetops, yeah. just funnel some taxpayer money into inventing better versions of, of gas of, of controllable flames. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Thank so you. it's the only way you can make a flame through gas. Um, well, in, if you're in the woods, you can get a stick and a. Well, a, well I know how to do it with charcoal. Do you? I don't. That yeah, a that's a that's a charcoal barbecue. So oh. I can make a flame. Alternatively, I just can't really light well, charcoal you- on the floor of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but even with a barbecue, deck, like you're actually. still burning. Yeah, still have to have a gas or not? Which I don't have a gas barbecue. What do you have? Remember where I'm from. Um, I don't from, understand how no. it works. I don't really understand. Charcoal like lights. Basically, charcoal is burnt down wood. Oh, that's surely fine. Yes, it is fine. Maybe they need to create a stovetop that's a charcoal stovetop. Well, it'd be very hard because you have to like it's very, it's quite hard to control and it's okay. not instant. You have to light the charcoals and then they. Yeah, it's a lot of. Okay. It's actually quite. It's quite well, look, an old school method yeah. of cooking, um, from the homeland. From no, but I mean from oh. everywhere. Um, oh. <laughs> it's how everybody used to cook. Um, oh, I don't on charcoal wood. Be- anyway, it's like a fire. It's what happens when you light a fire for so long and it turns into charcoal. Right. But I just know how to do it because of dad. Because that's like how he would cook some Tunisian dishes um, mm-hmm. with charcoal because he doesn't like the gas barbecues because it's not the same. Anyway. Beside the point. Well, actually, it kind of is the point also because I would like to just say like in defense of like many cultures around the world, so many cuisines have been built around using flames to yeah, cook things yeah. and you can't take that away. Think about a stir fry. Oh, a wok? How are you going to heat a, a fucking wok? You're not on a big against the fucking induction it's stove just top. Rolling no. around. Like, it's like, anyway. Think about how long kitchens would take to fucking cook things oh if they were God. using anyway. I know. So, no, I'm with you. And I think like it's like. Yeah. Also, the way that they like they are talking about whatever. Okay, I know I'm not a scientist, so I can't argue with the science of the danger of the gas stove. But like these people are acting as if I just like have the gas stove roaring twenty four seven. Like it's on for like forty five minutes a day, max. Yeah, like it's max. Not, max. Like I don't like, turn mine on every day if I've done meal yeah, prep. Yeah. Well, sometimes you cook things in the oven. Yeah. 
So like it's Microwave just, if I'm reheating Yeah I, I think everyone's got one In their room I, like, Yeah And has it on, on. Just yeah. the ga- Not even the flame on Just, just the, the gas, gas leaking yeah. I actually want to say With that as well Is that there was a thing About like 12% of asthma cases Are caused by Thought to have been caused yeah. By um, By uh, Gas, gas Stovetops yeah. But then I read I think it was in a Wired article They were like But the thing is People have to remember that asthma is caused by like a number of different like yeah. environmental and genetic things, uh, you know, things. And so it's not like ga- gas stove tops are solely responsible for asthma, especially when it's 12% of cases, there's a link. Yeah, um, yeah agreed. So, you know, I just appreciate that there's some kind of pushback against that narrative. Agreed. But- not yeah, that I, know anything I, about I it. saw one article before we move on that was like, some people get really weird about cooking with gas. Yeah, we do. People with culture. It's people with innate understanding of food. You can cook on your induction cooktop till the cows come home and have, I assume, a toasted cheese sandwich. <laughs> like, I assume, I'm going to say that's all you can cook on it. Maybe an egg on one of those horrible nonstick pans. Why would you even wa- – I don't even think an egg would cook – An egg would it cook – probably wouldn't even cook right. I can't think of one thing I'd be like, mm, I'm going to use the induction cooktop for. Yeah. Um, maybe boiling water. End no, of I least. think maybe like a with a big flat bottomed pot. Yeah. Like a st- cast iron pot. Can you use that on induction? I don't know. Cast I iron, I wouldn't. I of the didn't heat control. even know that that was a thing. Like, I just yeah. used, when I had an induction stovetop, I just used all of my pots and pans. I'm like, anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, because you a big can't pot, use your though, right fucking. Like a steel pot. I would use like a pot for boiling pasta in. A steel you know pot, I mean? you could probably yeah. do a curry. I've been there, big yeah. pot or like a like pasta maybe. I feel like it wouldn't be right toasting the spices on an induction. Where's the? I can't control the. I can't yeah. see how big it is. I know, and you're going by numbers. <laughs> Ridiculous. You have to learn to use your induction stovetop because you yeah. have to figure out by which. Numbers. And numbers cooking is about different. feeling. I know. I know. Cooking. That's about. It's about feeling. Like cooking the flame and going a little bit. That's how you learn. Anyway, whatever. I'm not going. Mm, number two looks right. I'm not yeah. going number two means. People like, who can't cook will never be able to learn to cook because they can't visualize what that means. Right. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. No, I get that. You can't see the flame. Anyway, mm. let's move on. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say? No, it just gets me so. I'm literally into into a frenzy. I no wonder the culture no, was. But I know. It's like, <laughs> I people, took the bait I, so hard. I know, but like, I think it makes sense to feel this deep, passionate about yeah. about cooking with an open flame because yeah. it genuinely is this weird fire has this weird influence it's, it's, over us. Yeah. Fire, water, whatever. The yeah, fuck. but like fire specifically because mm. I think it's like a provider of warmth and it like is. a yeah. it's a fundamental innate human thing Connection. to want to be next yeah. to fire. So I agree. Yeah, I think it brings something up emotionally <laughs> in us. Anyway, before we move on to our final topic where yeah. we'll be talking to our friend Holly, yeah. um, I just want to have a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is proudly brought to you by my Converse and my dress. Mm. Baby, that's just me. That's just me. That was pretty good. Thank you. All right. Time for Holly. Time for Holly. She's back. We couldn't go another week <laughs> without ignoring this story, which means we couldn't go another week without being joined by our dear friend, royal correspondent and journalist, Holly Hales. Yay. Yay. Thanks, guys. Oh, okay. Official world correspondent. Official. This Absolutely. Is actually, this is a paid role, if anyone was wondering. Sarah and Hannah are paying me to be yeah. here. How much? Um, from your, the money that they make from the podcast. <laughs> Which is zero dollars. Yeah. I have no, an, I have an equity stake in the podcast, <laughs> if anyone was wondering. Okay. Joining us to discuss Prince Harry's re- 
revelatory, revelatory memoir spare where the Duke of Sussex details seemingly every intimate and irrelevant <laughs> detail of his life from issues with his todger to his experience <laughs> at war. Having Holly here will once again... Um, we will once again be blessed with the facts by someone who knows literally everything about the royal family. <laughs> so true. Holly, welcome back. And how is your Todger feeling? Um, thank you, Sarah. Um, I was going to say something, but then I realized I don't want it on yeah. video. Yeah. And I'll tell okay. you after the podcast. Um, okay. But yeah. <laughs> Starting with that. Yeah. That's all I can cool. legally say at this point. Um, thank you for coming back. Just to the listeners, we are going to try and maybe reel this one in just even vaguely Just a little slightly. bit, yeah. Um, so it's going to be two and a half hours long, the segment. <laughs> so click off now. Rather than the usual four. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay. Can't. Holly, is there any story that you would like to – or Hannah, I don't know if you have any, any additional comments you'd like to add to Holly's presence before we begin. I have a question. Yeah. Mm. It's about the topic. Oh, um, Good. yeah. Go oh. ahead. Go ahead. I just wanted to say, what are some of the? Is there anything that came out of this book mm-hmm. that has surprised or that you found the most interesting? That's any any revelations. Um, I think the overall, I guess, theme that I have picked up personally is that like, it's just a lot of information that like people probably didn't need to know about right. anyone. Like if mm. if you were friends with someone for 25 years you probably still wouldn't want to know this much information about them and yet I know it all about Prince Harry Mm. like it's just like I yeah the whole thing would be the answer um and obviously we have some inaccuracies which we will be discussing but the overall kind of vibe is you just didn't need to tell us that Harry about probably about 17 different topics yeah do you think that him talking about his todger yeah um and like the way that he lost his virginity to a woman <laughs> an older woman who loves horses at the same the back of i the actually pub in lost virginity the exact same way same in the back of a field to a woman who loves horses yeah correct we i mean holly both <laughs> it was actually it was a it was, each other. <laughs> it was, it was the older woman no. that loved horses we, i'm not a bit limited to say so. what, I, what i wanted to say holly though was <laughs> those details do, do you think that he thought that they were like you know um, the story about us going on Fiji camp in, in 2012. Yeah. Do you think that he thought that those stories were funny in that way? Well, maybe. And like I the was Todd thinking thing. about this. Yeah. I think there's been a couple of memes go around that's like um, he was paid $100 million to do it and I'll do it in the smokers area. And it's like I probably would tell. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Stories like that, you know, yeah. in a fun group setting. In fact, I have a lot. But like, <laughs> no, no, you're but- not doing it to an audience of – tens if not hundreds of millions of people like is he not embarrassed like that's well, I just it's don't not just that it's also the addition of the odd freudian parts oh like oh, it's like sorry, it's, sorry. Not yeah, yeah. it's not just my penis it's not just my penis was frostbitten or whatever it was yeah. it's my todger correction was yeah. frostbitten <laughs> it's it's then i applied the same lipstick or fucking lip balm Cream, that my mum put on her lips and it transported me back in time I At no point should anybody reference their genitalia and their mother in the same sentence. Yeah. Well, I said that in a previous That's episode. That's fucking weird. It is. I, but I said it in a previous episode that Prince Harry, um, the Duke of Sussex, has mummy issues, which he does, like straight mm. up. Obviously, we all know that. But also, um, I heard a podcast say, another Australian podcast, which um, I don't know, even know which one, um, <laughs> said that in Diana's interview, she said that there's three people in her marriage the third being camilla right and in harry's marriage there's also three people the third being his mother and i feel like that's kind <laughs> oh. of interesting it's true like imagine being with someone you married someone and they're obsessed with their mother who obviously sadly passed away mm. to the extent where like you're constantly compared to her yeah. he brings you up all the time obviously there's the elizabeth arden situation Cream, yeah um but he said she came to him in like some sort of vision at some point he I'm went to the sure. tunnel that was oh yeah i think i'm 
when I, I laughed when I first heard that. I was like, why did you do? It's more just like, why did you do that? Like, and I feel kind he of bad it because it, Wait, it, why he, did he do what? He drove through the tunnel at speed that his mum died in. Right. Like to test to the test theory what, or like something. The speed of oh. sound. I don't even know what he was trying to do. Like, I literally don't know. I'm going to do, I'm actually going to do that if we, if we go to Europe soon. Sarah, would you be interested in going to the tunnel that Diana died in? And try driving <laughs> through Ollie and I do like a really <laughs> specific niche royalty. Like, we don't that's go actually, to Buckingham Palace. We just go that's like the, speed through the tunnel. Th- that's the um, the final tier on the um, GoFundMe. Sarah and I going through the tunnel in Paris. Ollie. I can't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to say is maybe we should talk about the actual uh, like the book bit itself. Um, Holly, I'm not sure how much detail you know about this, but yeah. apparently it was ghost written. Like mm. it's, it's not a yes. secret. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. ghost written. Yeah. Um, and and I did see a really fantastic. Um, I think it was in like maybe the Guardian or something. I've, yes. Mimicking the style of the way oh, that it was, yeah. it was it was written. Um, I don't know if you know if you can enlighten our listeners with perhaps the the general um what the critics are saying about the book in terms of the way it's written or do do have you have you been involved in that are you more in the fact well, side um well i've heard one interesting take on mm. it that was like he wrote the book for historical record which is interesting mm. because i mean odd historical details were obviously included but that this person was saying that historians never use memoirs as historical detail like mm. um queen victoria his like great great million grandmother famously wrote wrote like hundreds of diaries mm. for the intent that they would be historical record but no one takes them seriously because it's like they're they're not subjective. The opinion yeah, of one they are subjective yeah. rather. And it's like if that was his intention, it's kind of an odd way to do it. Like surely you just ask one historian and be like, Will this be historical record? And they're like, No. But yeah, um, right. I think in terms of um I feel like there's just been mixed reviews, as everything Harry and Meghan do, like mm. it's mixed reviews and some people like it, some people don't. It's obviously like set the world on fire in terms of sales and mm. also mm-hmm. people's reaction to it, which is like good for him. But I don't know, I just feel like is it worth it? Like, is it worth the how much he was paid for it to like literally invade the privacy of all of his family members, which we yeah. can talk about. Well, a bit do, more, you, do you think there's any coming back from this in terms of I really hope the not. relationship with his family? Yeah. Like, do you like, honestly, I think if anyone put themselves in the Royal family shoes and obviously they haven't acted perfectly, mm. but like if you were like betrayed to this way and by someone who's claimed their whole life that they're obsessed with their own privacy and they're mm. obsessed with protecting the privacy of those closest to them. He has literally invaded the privacy of his brother, yeah. his father, yeah. his mother, everyone in his family mm. to an extent that like, why would you want to forgive them? Yeah. And I think my only kind of shred of sympathy for him is that he's clearly in so much pain and feels so betrayed by his family that he thinks this is an appropriate way to like get their attention almost. Do you think it's telling, I think, in a way that like even what he writes about in this book mm-hmm. – the way that he talks and the fact that he's written this book all together that he there's just sort of this element of him being like completely out of touch mm. yeah like to, to, out of touch yeah. with reality to the yeah. point of like he doesn't know that like talking doing this is it's like he's actually not fully aware no, of it, it, the it, it, it yeah. seems like it's yeah. not even uh, yeah, like calculated. It's like no, dumb. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even him thinking that him and his parents could be his parents. Sorry, him and his brother could re- reconcile Literally. and become friends again. It shows this level of of naivety. That's like, oh, you don't realize how cataclysmic mm. is that the word? Cataclysmic. Like, yeah. Cataclysmic. Yeah. This is. Yeah. That like you're not you're betraying your family completely. Right and it's, I think he doesn't get that. And because what has kind of dumbfounded me through the whole thing is that the lack of 
any accountability between Harry mm-hmm. and Meghan, which mm-hmm. we've discussed before. But I think it was um, Anderson Cooper asked him about like, would you like apologize or whatever? And he's mm. like, we'd be happy to apologize for the things that we might've done wrong. It's like, well, what do you think you've done wrong? Honestly. Right. Yeah. And right. that just shows a complete lack of awareness of like any sort of person to person relationship mm. that you can mm-hmm. see that there's obviously two sides to a story. Anyone with half of a brain would realize that he's clearly hurt his family. Mm. Maybe yeah. even if it wasn't when him and Megan were in the Royal family, yeah. but afterwards, surely like, it's bizarre behavior from start to finish. Mm. Yeah. I, and I also noticed like he has this tendency to like go and I have a specific example, but like go really far with like painting a picture of how awful his like brother or his father mm. or Camilla or whoever the fuck he chooses in that moment. And then just stop, stop short of fully like, like basically like confirming what his words around have suggested. Yeah. And yeah. then blame the press. Yeah. It's, it's always, the obsession with blaming the, the press yeah. against me. But I it's think, always like so-and-so leaks this, or I wonder how that got to the press. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, and then he blames the press for reporting on it. But like, I'm like, are you accusing people of leaking things to the press? Are you accusing the press? Like, it's always very sort and of mixed up. It's also That's like, what's, who, are who are you blaming? blaming? It's, are you blaming mm. your family? Or are you blaming the press? Which mm. one? Is it both? And then also, I think a good example was when Anderson, oh no, um, the ITV journalist yeah. asked him, well, you said you called your family racist. That's what so I was you insinuated bring up. that your family was racist in the Oprah interview. And he goes, "No, I didn't. The British press did that." And what? It's yes. Like, and it's like, babe, what are you talking about? The British press. It's like what I would say to my sister when I was like seven. Like, no, she didn't. I did this. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. Turn, like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> like screams. Actually, bitch is a female dog, Literally, and dogs are yeah. beautiful, and that's actually I did, yeah, it's the British press. Yeah, and actually, it's the classic like defense of like it's the tabloids and yeah. people. And I've said this before on the podcast. The layman, aka anyone who doesn't work in the news cycle, doesn't understand how things actually work. So they'll just be like, the tabloids are bad, the mm. media is bad, the press is bad, without realizing how, what it actually takes to work. Mm. So it's like, for example, with the Taliban story where he had crazily admitted to killing 25 people, what the fuck? Mm. Um, and he was like appalled that that was reported and they reported how. So I'll just go through this quickly, but like how you would report in a story would be. Yeah. So there's five paragraphs he's written about it. And then you'll pick a quote from that, so one or a two-word quote, and mm-hmm. say, I don't know what the actual words were, but if it was, like, um, horrible, um, it was, the war was um, traumatic, whatever. Yeah. So you'd be like, um, oh, what did he call them, actually? Sorry. Um, chess pieces. Yeah, chess pieces. So mm. you'd go, like, tr- chess pieces, inverted commas, colon, and then you go, um, whatever, Prince Harry admits to yeah. 25 dead or whatever, yeah. or inside Prince Harry's war crimes. So it's like he he lambasts the press yeah. for doing this, but it's like they're p- t- taking your words and writing headlines about it. It's not like they're making things up. Yeah, That's, w- the, the, that's the craft. That's the job. That's yeah. how you write headlines. I wanted to ask you about this as well, actually, because he he also specifically spoke about this in the Stephen Colbert interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, Which was bizarre in itself. Well, if anyone was, hasn't watched that, Yeah, watch it's it. really it's weird. weird. Yeah. It's an f- odd, odd thing There's to like watch. There's like a simmering anger underneath everything as well. Like it's, yes, but he's it's trying like, to be funny, but weird, he just can't. Fake just so thing where everyone in the audience loves him for some reason yeah. and Stephen Colbert is like sucking at his teeth. Yeah, like, it's, it's really odd. Yeah. But anyway, he gets really a- – he's obviously really angry about the fact that the book was leaked prior to the release mm. or p- parts of the book mm. were leaked and then there were sensational headlines or yeah. articles And written. also it leaked who leaked – like obviously right. his publishers leaked mm. it. Right, like it so yeah. then there were ar- articles written about it which he says were taking things out of context and he said that that's what makes him angry is everything's always taken out of context. Mm. But part of – and I, want, yeah, I assume yeah. you agree with this, but part of me yeah. does wonder like if you're writing a book – this damning about mm. people, yeah. this explosive in terms of the amount of detail you're talking about, how many people you've killed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shouldn't you 
just kind of expect that that it's going to be yeah yeah with news right you yeah. can't they can't provide literally all the context yeah mm. they can provide some of it definitely but like if you wrote something it's gonna be reported Compl- like, yeah. and even without like personally i don't think him killing 25 people needs much context it happened mm. if you if like if anyone if prince charles killed if Killing 25 people is so newsworthy. It doesn't matter who did it. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. huge. So it's like if Prince Harry, one of the most famous talked about people in the world, says it, mm. there doesn't really need to be much context. Whether it was, I don't even know how war works, but like, you know, it doesn't matter who it was if in the was Taliban, fa- if yeah, it was whatever. Face-to-face what was whatever, the contact? Yeah. What was the context? It doesn't matter. You still kill 25 people and you're admitting to it. Yeah. That's bizarre. Mm-hmm. So you can yeah. try and back it up with your comments or whatever. Yeah. He did call them like chess pieces. He did refer yeah. to them in like strange ways. So it's like, what context do you need? Like, it still yeah. happened. I don't, right. I don't get. And I think he also made the point in the Stephen Colbert interview that he said that because he's hoping it would reduce suicides for veterans. Wait, how? Because they, he's, they're I think ashamed. Because it's not yes. shameful. But, like, okay, but yeah. Also, he's, he but also, was, like, I mean, he was you a soldier. did go and kill 25 yeah. people. Like, like, as much as I support, like, you know, the people, men who come back from war who. who and women. Sorry. Yeah, and women, <laughs> correct. Yeah. Women fight in the war. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, no. Okay, let me explain. <laughs> Women don't fight in the front lines in Australia, so we I don't, don't think they do. No, no, I don't think they do. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. I did not That's know that. That's the next episode. I'll be doing. We're really weak, but <laughs> um, no. I'm joking. I, I did but, not know no, that. Right. So people who come back from war, obviously, most of them, the majority of them, are men. That can, yeah. yeah, but like so people who come back from war with P, with um, PTSD and stop, stop with PTSD. Um, I'll from. Stop. Do you want to keep doing it? Yeah. yeah, keep going. Sorry, I'm just low what Holly wanted to say yeah. in that moment. Anyway, keep you, going, keep going. Say? We'll say after. Keep going. I don't want to edit it. Okay. <laughs> just keep going. PTSD um, from what they've done. But, like, it's still – I agree with you. Like, he's yeah. still, he, as a prince yeah. – a prince chose to go to war and kill people. Oh, yeah, like, it's still war. And that's the like, thing, like, he did choose. And also, I mean, we don't want to open up the – the, the kettle of fish that is war but right. quite literally <laughs> this is a war podcast now <laughs> um, but strategizing literally yeah. yeah i can't submarines are up next um so <laughs> but like like you still kill 25 people i don't care what the context is yeah. i mean yeah like look, no, no, it I, comes look, back down also, to like you you're a prince you went there out of choice and you killed 25 people yeah literally and I, it's I still think like i don't think that's relevant yeah <laughs> i didn't i mean he didn't a, go down the street <laughs> and shoot 25 people just like on i mean i mean i guess he did go down a street and yeah, shoot 25 a street, random people, i'm sorry but to context, yeah. yes it is but it he is can't important. act like he's a no, victim of no yeah. he cannot act yeah. like he's a victim of some vicious news cycle when mm. you admitted to extremely inflammatory information yeah yes. and it also like, like the Taliban is still around like I don't yeah, know why yeah. you do that from a security perspective why, yeah like, that's true I just think that's b- the most bizarre part to me that like yeah. he constantly talks about security and protecting his family yeah. like Personally, I wouldn't want the Taliban knowing what I've done. So, yeah, like, that's yeah, true. that's what I, I just don't get. And also, I've heard soldiers speak at least after this came out and be like, "You don't say that. You don't come back from mm. war. Ask any. I mean, how many soldiers do we know? Like <laughs> zero. But like, um, I know one. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Anyway, but um, they don't talk typically about how many people they've killed. No. It's not something of pride that people no. bring up. So yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and that's I think there is what, the question of whether or not he, whether it's a good thing that he even is being that open about it. Yeah, that's right? the thing, and yeah. it's like, why should you be discussing mm. that in such a strange and open way? Ooh. Okay, a book. Yeah. And what I find interesting is he also went on and spoke about how the original draft of the book was eight hundred pages. <laughs> Can't imagine the boring stories. Yeah, today for breakfast, I had like literally. that's actually what it would have yeah. must been in it, but. 
if the original draft was 800 pages and he spoke about how there was all this stuff that he didn't reveal uh, that he could have, that would have like, been way worse. Like there's always these little threats. Yeah. Being like, yeah. we've actually protected yeah. them. Like, you know, and I'm like, well, what? like if there was 800 pages of stuff to choose from that was really explosive and damning and would set the record straight, why did you feel it necessarily include this one detail mm. that was like a little bit iffy to include and then now has become obviously a major headline talking point, which mm. he knew it would be. Yeah. Like he admitted oh, to 25 anyway. people. Yeah. But there's also the, the reports of like the, and this is like just in um, corners of the press, but mm. like the over the years, the palace have protected him in so many ways about stories that didn't come out. And mm. that's obvious. They do that right. for anyone yeah. who's famous who has representation. Like they're going to protect you. So mm. it's like you're out here, like truly airing the dirty laundry of your family yeah. when everyone has dirty laundry. And mm-hmm. personally he probably does like, and it's like, surely he'd know that. that well, yeah. And also half of it, right. Is like, there was a thing about how there's a bit in the book about how he's talking about how Megan forgot to bring a lip gloss and, oh, and asked yeah. Kate to borrow some lip leave gloss. Kate alone. And oh, Kate hashtag was, leave Kate alone. Kate was really uncomfortable about the idea of her using and like grimaced huh. as as Megan used the lip gloss. How there was this like, or Megan Markle apparently said to Kate that she had baby brain. That, I found that really offensive. And that, it's well, the that's cl- it, that's the thing is that he's airing this dirty laundry that's like trying to be like, look, Kate's a bitch. It's like, hang on, these are these really mine minute conversations that yeah. happen in a private context where like. You know, you don't know how Kate was feeling. Like yeah. maybe she just yeah. doesn't like people borrowing a no, lip, lip gloss. And it's also, such, it's like me with my phone charge. It's a really yeah. small yeah. thing that doesn't. It feels un. All these books it feels mean. <laughs> it feels really petty and yeah. cruel to like air that as a thing of being like, of being yeah. like, yeah. she didn't. It lip is petty. It is cruel. Yeah, and also, people. Like, that's not necessary. A huge to put story in a book. that's been like pointed out is the um, bridesmaid's dress story when, oh, about yeah. Princess Charlotte. Who, so Princess Charlotte has been dragged in this yeah. book. She was His three years old, old at child. the time. Yeah. And um, for context, um, Prince Louis was born about three weeks before Harry and Meghan's wedding. So mm. Kate had literally just had a baby. Mm. Of course she has help and stuff, mm. but she still just had a child. And if you look at the photos of Princess Charlotte's dress from the wedding, it looks horrific like <laughs> it looks like a mullet dress like the like whatever it's it is it what it is fit. it's still a dress but it literally looks so bad yeah and so i mean maybe she had a point like i don't know it didn't look very good so like i don't know i yeah. just feel like i actually don't know this story what happened so this was like one of the big talking why do we this, not know this this, this is, is like the being constantly story. referenced yeah. throughout like the last yeah. few years about uh Megan made Kate cry. Kate made Megan cry. You know, yeah, I know that. This is about this story is about Princess Charlotte's dress at the wedding <laughs> because uh, initially it was reported that uh, and Holly, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, uh, Megan made Kate cry about it, and then <clears throat> Megan in the Oprah interview was like, she "Actually, actually made- she made me cry." And then now Harry's rehashed it once more. But despite him saying the British press just can't drop these narratives, you can't drop the narratives. Like like what actually happened with the dress? So I'm just going to say quickly, the British press obviously reported the story and he's like, they all tell lies. I'm like, well, actually it was true, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like four years ago they reported it. He's drug taking. Also, I'd like to bring up in that context as well. But keep going. Sorry, with the the story. Um, But the the story, just quickly, was that... um, Someone was making the bridesmaids dresses. Princess Charlotte was a bridesmaid. And Kate was like they're not tailored at all. Like they weren't fitting mm. to the kids or whatever. And then in the book, Harry revealed the texts, which seems extremely personal mm. um, to be putting in a book. And I, honestly, yes, it was a quite an icy conversation, but like, mm. it's not that bad. Mm. Like it was a very stressful week for everyone involved. Like cool. Like they might both have been quite sharp at each other, but like that's life. Like yeah. I don't understand why that was such a big deal that 
it's it still be, being yeah. talked about five years later. But anyway, but they're fucking screenshots in the book. Like, well, no, no, <laughs> that article that has the like pictures of it was like a recreation. Yeah, that's what they do. Like, it's like, so no, funny. So whenever you read like text it's just someone on like the picture desk like editing the photos and like like, because what's happened in the book harry described it as being like kate said this then megan said that then kate said that so they've created a the bubble. picture of a yeah. phone and put it the in graphic bubbles. as we call like, it the yeah, they can't. created the graphic and so people think it's a fucking screenshot of text yeah, I know, I yeah that's why I'm imagining it's like Harry's a picture part of the book yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the whole book is a picture book actually Literally. It's it how, apparently that's how bad it is that it's basically like fucking anyway um, Todger the Todger <laughs> exactly no the um. why did he do an audio book uh, like, I like, no uh, he fucked that he really fucking should have he's asking for deep fakes yeah like truly deep fakes I can't my favorite is the meme where it's like whatever, and then like the the reveal is just like the photo of the audiobook, like yeah, in my yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like when someone does something to yeah. me and then it's yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> no, okay. The the thing I want to say is your point about how he constantly talks about like the British press exaggerates, the British press lies, the British mm. press blah 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 blah. But then for a long time in Harry's youth, like a lot of the stories yeah. were about him being off the rails, taking drugs, this, that, and the other. And he admits to every single one of those things. In yeah. the and, book. More. and more. And more. So it's like, well, to what extent are you digging your own grave here by yeah. proving them right when you have constantly gone and said how wrong they are and how people keep planting these stories and whatnot. But like, these stories were all just rumoured that no one really fully took seriously. And no one's talking about 20 years no, later. No, and no like, one cares. Yeah. But now he's gone ahead and confirmed them. So he's gone ahead and kind of confirmed the fact that all of this stuff has basis yeah. in truth. Completely. And it's like, that's what I don't get over and over again. And what makes me think, personally, allegedly, mm. whatever, that this man is either going through some sort of breakdown or mm. like deep, deep in like mental illness which obviously there's nothing wrong with but like literally that's what it sounds like i know i don't even I say think he might i don't be even stupid i reckon he's dumb yeah but, but like he can't be that dumb i just feel who like are the people around him who I, literally, but that's the him. thing though it's like i think any that always happens with celebrities who like get yes people around them and they're just like yep yeah, that's a good idea also whatever the american you know mm. prs are so different to the british Mm-mm. but whatever right um but you were saying about the press and why why he's doing this. I truly don't know because if we're going back to the point before about the tabloids and when he just constantly uses that as like a excuse, Mm. it just feels like it to me, it doesn't make any sense and it it never has. And it it annoys me because obviously it's the industry I work in. Obviously I care about it a lot. And it's like this man who has a lot of power and evidently knows it is just blaming this system of, you know, faceless people that can't, or if they do stand up themselves are just labeled as bullied or, Mm label as being inaccurate when like actually they're just doing their job Mm. because every story as you said that was reported on for the most part as in like the major stories by the royal rota have proven to be correct and if they haven't aka like they're moving to south africa that they mentioned in the in the netflix series like they were true at one point so it's Mm. like that's what i don't understand about like the constant like poisonous narrative he rewriting puts rewriting the narrative completely him because it's not you're just being proving it like it all yeah. happened set the record straight literally yeah, yeah. Like the record was set straight it's just you re- confirming it like I don't get it yeah, so, yeah and you confirming it with your own spin on making everybody else look bad yeah. somehow but um, the other thing is do you think like they did the Oprah interview and then they did the Netflix thing mm-hmm. and then now he's got a book it's yeah. like this thing of like okay you left 
and there was a level of sort of public support mm. for you. And there still is public support for them. Which no, I near as much. No, though. I want to know it's though to who, the point of who's ne- left. Like who's, got, who's in the yeah? Because I've yeah, gone to the, the point of spare that it's like you've actually become a bit of a laughing stock. Like yeah, you've I, actually that's the thing destroyed yeah. any kind of respect or or goodwill, goodwill yeah. that the, the public had for you. And I think the, their intention was to move to America and be like the Barack and Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. Melinda and Bill Gates, do the speaking circuits, talk about yeah. this, that, mm. and the other. But they've completely ruined that, in my opinion. Yeah, like they have. Because they are a laughing stock. Like, yeah. all they talk about is that they were wronged by the royal family. Mm-hmm. And repeat and, the and same stories. And it's like, stories. what else do you have to talk about? Literally. Yeah. Like, you're... And I say this with a, with an inch of, like, cynicism because, at least in my experience working with, like, you know, well-known people who are trying to promote whatever mm. they're trying to promote, is that, like, it's all comes from, like, you know, self being self-centered or like yeah, yeah. and it's like when if, if if we just quickly talk even like the selena gomez thing when she's like i want to be a philanthropist it's mm. like what does that even mean yeah, like do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah. it's like these made up like charitable causes yeah. that yeah. like are kind of like a little bit legitimate but like there's no real substance in any of it mm-hmm. and then like say megan being like her, centering her whole life around being a feminist and then saying that kate has baby brain yeah like, why like come on like there just doesn't seem to be any real substance well there's in, no tangible thing yeah they can actually yeah do. in what they're trying to do it's yeah. like well, what's next you just keep talking about it like yeah. i don't know that's what gets well, me and also that, that that kind of thing that you're talking about that thing of vague causes and this that and the other the only place in which that is kind of really an acceptable or viable like career path is in the royal family unless you have been a politician like a like a barack or michelle obama where you have tangible like um a tangible background Mm -hmm. history in doing something that actually made some sort of difference in good or bad doesn't matter but you had a real job and like you can't you don't get that Mm. Unless you're in the royal family, yeah. basically. So I'm not really sure like what the end goal is because you can only sell the same story so many times. Completely. And yeah. I reckon they probably went to many various media outlets, which is why um, I think a few of their projects have fall- fallen over. Thank you, Alfie. A few of their projects have fallen over that they were initially meant to do and are now seemingly all centred around the only thing that people actually want to hear about from them, which is the royal family yeah. so which is what brings them relevance because have some of the projects actually flown over or you just no there was, there was a, oh. like yeah. a netflix series she was supposed to make about like mm. an inspirational cartoon character or something and it's like no offense but like it's kind of boring like do you know what I mean well, or like I, the, I, yeah. even right. there was a because who wants to watch that like probably people were like what's driving subscribers yeah yeah and that's i guess how any media company works mm. but like um that's the thing. It's like if I was going to watch a series about an inspirational child cartoon character, I'd probably watch one that was made by someone who's a professional cartoonist. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not going to just watch it because Megan Duchess of Sussex or even like mm. her podcast. It was just like – That's what I'm – It's just like uh, yeah. dry PR. We want mm. like fun stuff. Like I'm not here to listen mm. to Mariah Carey explain why she's not a diva. She is a diva. Own Who it. cares? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, just, it's just all like, you know, being so self-centered and so like – um, obsessed with self-promotion I think actually Michelle Obama said something interesting when they were on um, the Oprah interview and she said like public service isn't about yourself like if mm. you want to like public service you have to point she the that, light say that in response to them yeah literally did she yeah queen? so people Jenna mm. Bush was interviewing her and she was like if you're in that spotlight you have to push the, the spotlight out to others you can't mm. make it about yourself and that mm-hmm. just seems like what they're doing so yeah yeah I, I just fear that perhaps that it's dawned on them that no one wants to hear from them unless it's about the key thing that yeah you know yeah is, is what people are interested which is it and that's which what is i think it happens family. to a lot of celebrities totally because when they kind of reach their peak and the only thing that gets them headlines is just rehashing the past yeah. like if you really look at any kind of has-been celebrity mm. like the only people care about is them talking about 
things that happen like they the hills for example be, yeah. like, like the hills characters having like a, like a laguna beach podcast because like that's all people care about yeah, which right. is fine but i know i feel like they're kind of going down that track <laughs> no no definitely and on a mass scale that like we've probably yeah. probably never seen before um do you want to talk about some of the inaccuracies that sort of uh like the um the queen mother's funeral oh yeah thing? so i just found a couple of these to be a bit like you, clearly this is a lie how could i believe you in any other mm. context here so um, there was one part of the book where Harry described in detail the day that he was told that the Queen Mother, and obviously the Queen's mother, mm-hmm. um, had died in 2002. Yeah. And he said he was at Eton. He got a call from, like, you know, a man in a grey suit, whatever he likes to call the courtiers. Mm. And this, like, full detail about how he left school, what was happening mm. that day, blah, blah, blah. Um, and the press photographers who were with them with him the day that she died were like you were skiing with your dad and your brother in Europe you weren't at school like we were there it, that's not what happened mm. and it's like number one that's basic fact checking gone wrong yeah. by whoever what that's why I'm like who is around here literally that's what I mean who yeah. fact checked the book who did yeah. anything Americans like, publish a fact yeah. check it like, well like yeah. you'd hope so but it's like like that's just embarrassing when yeah. those things happen why would he make like, that up because he's a fucking loser I don't know yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like like, why would he do yeah. any of these things? Because yeah. he's a freak. But like, <laughs> yeah. If I was writing a headline about this podcast, I would say freak, inverted commas, then write the headlines. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like you just yeah. listen to something and you pick out the yeah. words. So yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is <laughs> also a lesson in uh, media. It's a media. I have another question yeah. actually. Yeah. Tutorial. What time do we want to cut this off? Um, in the next five minutes? Great. I have a question actually because uh, I don't know if you guys heard but this part of the book about the brothers William mm. Willie Willie Harold Willie. also Harry's full name is Henry not Harold so yeah. it's not yeah. this makes sense but whatever Willie getting angry at Harold at Henry for because <laughs> mm. um, he was like Africa's William. my thing what did he say Africa's my thing yeah do you know about this thing about like because Harry thing. wanted to start doing like stuff in Africa yeah with his philanthropy mm. or whatever and and willie apparently got angry at him he was like in front of other people he was like you can't africa's my thing the way they talk about africa is terrifying yeah this africa is like a concept that they go to and like <laughs> yeah. bring girls to on a safari yeah. trip and ooh. their attitude towards everything yeah. is yeah. like poor little rich boys literally like having little tiffs and having mm. absolutely no sense of reality Completely. and so you hear that that like his brother was going africa's my thing or whatever yeah, that you kind fucked. of go well, if that's the way you guys talk, then no Literally. wonder you've got this incredibly skewed concept and of also, what's like, normal. Yeah. Sibling tiffs, like oh. even when he was talking about Will- William, like fighting him, pushing or him in the dog bowl. In the dog bowl, oh. it's just like obviously. Like, I mean, they physical are grown fights. men. Like, I know, but like it, it's yeah. not like he was like attacked by a random guy. Like I think mm. there's probably forty years of context there of like you talk know, to me when one of the siblings. Is chasing the other with a chair. Like, like, like that's what I've that. done to me and my when sister. When you were kids. I think that's the difference. We could be, we could come I to could see, in that same way now. I could see you and Muff have a fight. The and I would dead. write about it. Yeah. Kim and Courtney. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have physical it's like this, fights. It's like, this big, it just it's like this big thing. Like, oh, he's such a toxic older brother. Or yeah. like, when I was oh, a kid, he didn't want to be my oh, friend. Cry me a river. Yeah, I like, know. Sorry, that happens to everyone. I don't understand We've why it's We've all been abused like, and traumatized by our older siblings. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. some of us have been <laughs> the abusers. And walks past. No. Um, <laughs> that is in but tears. As, but a good like, piece of context for this is also like, I, I've just found, just to kind of paint Harry and like how he behaves in general and what could have brought someone to have that kind of reaction like William did is... What this isn't from an article saying what kind of in person, but what kind of person insists on an air clearing meeting with their father on the day of his father's funeral? Right. So with Charles on the day of um uh, uh, Philip's the late Prince Philip's funeral. 
Am I? <laughs> they go on. A myopic, self-obsessed, non-empathetic kind of person. I would say maybe Piers Morgan wrote this. Um, exactly <laughs> the colleague. same kind yeah. of person, in fact, who would talk about reconcilia- reconciliation in the same breath as they publicly slag off their family. Yeah, and it's true. Like if uh, if yeah. my somebody in my family wrote in this much detail in such a woe is me fashion about how awful I was to them, mm-hmm. like when their life by like all accounts has been pretty privileged and incredible mm. and it's extremely and privileged beyond yeah, belief. beyond belief i would just be like fuck off literally like well, and it's, it's the thing it's the lack of understanding of that anyone else in his family is entitled to feel hurt or yeah. to have feelings mm. and it's like everything is just so so centered on him he's also said that like he was like oh well we've tried to handle it in in private so many times so now we're handling like give me an example when did you handle it But handling it in public public that's not a way of handling Handling it it. just let it go in that case yeah literally you think that publicly you think that publicly slagging them off in a book is somehow a step in the right direction. What? Mm. Like you tried to reconcile, it didn't work, and so you're going to slag them off. Mm. What? And if they not given, make any sense. Have they not like, given him enough chances? Like oh. when they were, when even when they were back for the um the funeral or like the jubilee or whatever. Mm. Like they're lucky they're even included. I know. To be honest, Do you and think then people be at the will. What was? Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be really. I think they'll probably be there, but in a very limited capacity. They. That's why insane. would you go? That's insane. Why would because you go? I just think if if they'll go. Oh, they will. But like, how how can you quantify that after what you have said? But then about I'm these sure people? that they'll come out with a oh. book next year. Be like, we were iced out. Like he says, yeah. he was iced out on the plane. Why on earth would your family include you? Yeah. And also, you're gonna use the conversations that you have with them as you as you literally have in the book, mm. and just print them yeah. or share them. And it's like, why would they trust you? They're not you? gonna speak to you. It's now. the complete lack of like even care for mm. the people that you literally grew up beside. Like that's mm. what I just don't get. And. I agree. Yeah. Um, one last thing was that, that he said that Will and Kate were religious viewers of Suits. Oh, what? Um, yes, he said, Willie and Kate explained that they were regular, nay, religious viewers of Suits. Great, I thought, laughing. I've been worrying about the wrong thing. All this time I thought Willie and Kate might not welcome Meg into the family, but now I had to worry about them hounding her for an autograph. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they were really starstruck by Meghan Markle. Also, I never heard of Meghan Markle until she dated Prince Harry. No one had. She wasn't. She wasn't. I had fam- actually because oh, really? my boyfriend at the time was obsessed with <laughs> her in really. suits. And I, I sent it. I sent it to him being this like is from the parody article. I sent literally. <laughs> I just said. I sent it to. I sent it. I remember when they started dating. I was like. You okay? To my oh my gosh, gosh that's funny. Um, yeah. But his boyfriend yeah, was Prince William. I'm also pretty yeah. sure that at some point um, they did do an interview, uh, Harry and Meghan, where everyone was like, oh, has anyone seen her in suits? And he was like, no, I've never seen that. They, they, everyone was yeah, like, literally. no, I've never seen that show. Like, and so yeah. I'm pretty anyway, – But it's just like – Hopefully that's not from the parody article. But if it is, Sarah, that's <laughs> – yeah, it's well, I'll be fact checking this. Thank so you. We, um, we're going to employ uh, the we need to wrap up. Yes, we do to need to wrap up. I'm doing this for your benefit. No, I know so. you are. Yeah. I know you are. We do need to wrap up. Sorry, um, guys. There, I had one more thing that I wanted to um, ask Holly before she went, but I don't know what it was. Um, if you want next, then, no? yeah. If you want an extended cut, um, I'll just send you a voice message. <laughs> a very long one. <laughs> she literally will. I will. I'm not joking. DM her on Instagram. DM me on Instagram. Any questions, Holly is more than. I'm happily wide. She's available. Yeah, very available. Anyone who wants to go on a date with her. I'm very available. If you want to hear about the last few weeks of my life, I'll let you know. We're all actually available, actually. If you want to date any of us, this is a dating podcast. We're all three of us. At the same time. If you want to watch us date. There would nobody, no one. no one would be speaking besides you, us. No. I so. thought, yeah, literally. I thought you were going to cut that out. I just went, it went silent. Anyway. Okay. No, anyway. No, um, it would be yeah, very available. No, they would have no hope, really. Literally. No. All right. 
Thank you, Holly. Thank, Thank you, Holly. You, Love guys. you. Love you. Bye. That was really fun with Holly, as usual. She. <laughs> <laughs> It was. Sorry, we haven't actually yeah. – current us hasn't actually done, done it, it yet. Yeah. So Holly's <laughs> Sarah's just pretending that we have. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. We're going to wrap it up with some trivia. Uh, Hannah, would you like to go first? What does Prince Harry refer to his penis as in his new memoir, Spare? Todger. Have you ever heard that phrase before? No. Neither. Hmm. Um, what is the name of the town Bella and Edward live in in Twilight? Forks, Phoenix. Washington, isn't it? Forks, Washington, I thought. Forks, Phoenix. I, it's Forks. But Forks, I'm pretty, Washington? I'm pretty Where sure they live in from? Washington. No, she's from, from Phoenix. Phoenix, Arizona. And moves to Forks. Oh, Forks. Okay, well, whatever. I got okay. Forks, right? <clears throat> Whoops. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what fine. is Kanye West's new wife's name? Oh, fuck. I was looking her up today. I can't remember. So, we're going to see. I don't actually know. Why oh. did I even ask? I just assumed you'd know, so I didn't even um, think of what my answer was. I don't was. know. She's from Melbourne, though. Apparently, he's here. Yeah. Apparently. Or coming. Where'd you hear that? Um, it's on, like, the Herald. How'd they meet? He, she's an architect for Yeezy. Oh, I love. Yeah. Like, she's a 27-year-old who went to Kerry. That's fucking insane. What is it? Something we must see. Anyway. That's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> Can't wait to see Kanye at Hope Street Radio. Um, <laughs> sorry. I probably won't let him in. Out of some... Anyway, mm. you go. Who does Serena say, I didn't come back for you in two. Gossip Girl 2? Nate. Correct. Archibald. Nate Archibald, the one and only. What's my favourite colour? Fuck. Yellow? No, sorry. No? Maybe just because you're literally wearing a yellow top, I've just said that. Yellow? Like whose favourite colour is yellow? I don't know. One of the Teletubbies is yellow. Maybe that, that Teletubby. Red? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. What's yours? <laughs> uh, someone asked blue. me that the other day. Uh, not really, but Some like, blue? yeah. Sort of. That would be it if it was. I guess. Like, I was thinking about, like, I don't think I'm, like, just a real down the line, like, one primary colour. I get that, but I feel like I just... I think, like, maybe, like, a really, like, royal blue I love, or, like... Yeah, okay. Uh, what <clears throat> was the name of Brenda Song's character in The Sweet Life of Zack and London Cody? Tipton. Correct. Is that it? Is that all the trivia? Great. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you listen to the far end of the episode, can you please comment on our latest Instagram post, uh, London Tipton? Just comment that. <laughs> um, can you also please subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Um, also, please leave us a review. I say this every episode, but it really, really does help. It does help. Um, if you have any desire to continue donating to the GoFundMe, that's also more than mm-hmm. welcome. It's very much appreciated. Uh, and yeah, message us, comment, engage, follow us on every platform, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all of the above. Um, that's pretty much it. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye.